Joe Rogan is a shitty comedian. Cuz. Cuzaroo, Uh Carl has one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called run by a guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I'm a big fan of the podcast. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. It's a quality show and they have good <laughs> ideas. It's kind of like Jocktober, but with... With really um, no redeeming quality whatsoever. <laughs> you guys are concise and brutal. Yeah, he just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. You don't have to listen to shitty podcasts. You do it for us. You do it. Ooh. These guys are making some fucking points here. I like what they're <laughs> saying. You like what they're saying. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, back snipers and cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that breaks down the Bills win over the Cowboys with analysis of every single play. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week in studio is Digibro. Slapperoony. Slapperoony. Welcome, Digibro. Go to whoarethese.com. Get our email address, voicemail number, link to our separate, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our Patreon. We just put out bonus episode number two. It's up and it's worth somewhere between five and ten dollars to listen to for sure. Okay, easily. In there. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Kyle and Luke Talk About Tunes. This is a suggestion from Orange Julius. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Did you, bro? This is a show hosted by Kyle and Luke. There's this um, woman, Lindsay, who comes on for a little bit. That's I think Kyle's wife. Kyle's wife? Yes. Okay. So we've not talked about this, but no. you did hint that you've done some research on these guys. Yes. You know I, a little I bit about what's going on. People. I know who they are at this point. Uh, okay. It was a lot easier to entertain myself with research than it was to listen to this fucking show. Oh, this show is un- unlistenable. Unbelievably bad. I can't believe that this has any listeners at all, if it does. I don't think it does. I have no way of confirming. I mean, I don't know how the guy heard about it who submitted it. I don't either. Um, unless he just follows the dude on Twitter or something. It's weird. Because uh, Kyle, I mean, the most interesting thing about this guy is he did create a show that was on Cartoon Network oh. called The Mighty Magiswords. I did not know It this. was a, a children's show that ran for two seasons. 52 episodes each when you say minutes. creator he did almost everything really he, like wrote it uh so he should have some it. money then well the show only ran for two seasons uh-huh um it was never a very big show it started as a web series it ended as a web series ah, okay. to put it simply okay uh and he has not had another show this came out in 2016 i okay. think Somewhere around there. So, All right, so let's get into it. I want to play a couple of clips yeah. so people know what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. This is the one that sums up the show for me. They're laughing for no reason. It's just awkward. Yeah. And I want to point out, and it's hard for me to say this after last week, how terrible the audio quality is. <laughs> I know. It doesn't make sense that I'm making fun of audio quality, but this is atrocious. Oh, I found out an interesting tidbit. Some of that Daffy animation was by Bob Jakes, who is the guy who ran Carbuncle Cartoons, who did the super nice animation on Ren and Stimpy. Oh, you know, like no. Stimpy's Invention and uh, Canadian Kilded Yaxman and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just start laughing for no reason. 
I have to apologize to headphone users for this episode. Because, yeah. good lord. I mean, I I had listened to this through speakers and I thought it sounded bad. It is punishing with headphones on. Holy All right, fuck. so let's talk about that. Right out of the gate, they come on and it sounds terrible and they explain why. Okay, we are recording. Oh, no. Hi, I'm Luke. I'm Kyle. And I'm neither of those. Oh. Oh, Lindsay, look at Ink. Oh. Ink is lying like like her entire universe is over underneath my uh, keyboard stand. Uh, if we sound a little bit different, it's because I just got myself a uh, new laptop specifically for recording audio, which, and this would probably sound even better if I didn't have the air on. But um, it's hot, yeah, so I'm staying on. This no. is not a laptop problem. Look, I lived in I've lived in some hot fucking places. Yeah, I have the decency to turn off the fan when I record. I will sweat. Yes. I sweat for you people right. so it doesn't have to sound like that. The guy says, if it sounds weird, I have the air on. What kind of air conditioner could that possibly be? Something like they're on a fucking motorcycle. And they're right next they to you. They have the air on. You'd have to actually mic a wall unit to hear it that fucking loud. <laughs> it's the loudest thing in the mix is whatever's moving the air around in their fucking house. Yeah, no, it's it's probably like a like they're right next to the window, right next to the AC. Why are they podcasting there? It's the worst place to Why podcast. Why are they podcasting at all is it's the ter- first question. This, this show is atrocious. And they think of themselves as, like, funny comedians. There's no laughs in this entire show. Dude, the the clip I was going to take to define the show, if I had had time to take a clip, was immediately after the part you played, where there's about 30 seconds of, um... Yes! uh, uh, Well, I think uh, I have that. uh, These guys are terrible at talking slash podcasting. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, one thing I discovered recently in, like, in in my... Trying to watch shows... Okay, so, as you all know, I watch a lot of shows, and, you know, a lot of them are animated, so... No surprises. uh, So, sometimes I lose steam two hours into the show. I'm playing voicemails, I'm kind of out of it. This is the beginning of their fucking show, they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, uh, anyway, um, what... What, what are we doing? We we watch shows, right? Or something? Uh, uh, uh. The fuck are they doing? If you don't know how to talk, don't have a podcast. Well, it's very strange because they actually have like current topics they're going to get into. Yeah, it's like they were confused about uh, should we keep doing the intro? I don't. This know. is episode one hundred and forty something. Yeah, they've been doing this a long time, and they still don't know how to fucking do it. So the impression I get from these guys, uh, especially after doing research on them, is that these two are, they probably live really close to each other. They're both struggling L.A. artists who get together and do these shows. There's a fourth person who is on the show sometimes, apparently, who is uh, a a voice actor, a woman. I don't remember her name. Um, She's... uh, her her description on the show's website is like, has a day job because it's L.A., Something to that effect. Okay. So, you know, vo- professional voice actor with a day job. Right, which means you're not a professional voice you're actor. Not you currently. Get, you get gigs now and again. She, she did work on Magiswords, as did everybody in this podcast. Okay. His wife did the character designs for the show. Okay. Uh, this dude is a primarily, Luke, is primarily a storyboarder. That is his main job. Uh, he's He seems to be freelance. He's frequently in between work. I think Kyle has helped him out a lot. Okay. Going by just their Twitters and stuff like that. They're all active on Twitter. So you can find these people. They are, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to make it still. I don't ever do this. I couldn't get through the episode. 
I am a professional through and through. This one was. I listened to every episode. I have to fucking listen to all the way through. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You picked a long one. They're not all this long. I couldn't do but, it. Yeah. But I did go out and pick out another episode to listen to. And on this one, they had this guy <laughs> named Ricky Simons. Okay. And Ricky Simons is a voice actor for some cartoon somewhere. Seems like a professional, but he sucks. There you I, go. Yeah, I've got a huge <laughs> problem with uh, with um, with uh, what's its name. Uh, yeah, this is a different episode, and it still sounds like hot garbage. Uh, it doesn't matter which episode worse. you pick; they all this sound terrible. This one's worse because their audio is bad and his audio is bad. And yes. I can hear both of their fans running over. Everything each other. is God bad. Damn. This is a funny part from that episode where the guy's computer makes a noise. Did you, bro? We have a computer right here. Yeah. The one thing that it doesn't do is make noise while I'm podcasting. No. You would think that would be distracting, yeah. possibly, right? All right, well, listen to this. Well, well that's, that's, you know, that's, yeah. what's his name? That's, um... I would. That's, uh, dead, dead, Deadpool. Right? Yeah. That's Deadpool, right? So, oh, what was that? Out. Oh, I got an email. Oh. <laughs> is it work? <laughs> think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? The guy's computer makes a noise when he gets an email. Can you fucking imagine a wife? <laughs> You've got mail. Like, fucking, I get emails all day long every day. Like, fuck I, that. I, I what are you doing? All, all notifications on everything. Right. Notifications drive me fucking Silence insane. that shit. I want to live my goddamn life. Hey, we're doing a podcast. And, oh, got an email. And anyway, I want to talk. Oh, well, got an email. Well, anyway. that we listen to, that we both listen to, he yeah. gets a call in the middle of it from, I think it might be Luke gets a call from his roommate or uh -huh. something. I'm not sure. <laughs> they have a very awkward, artistic conversation. It's he like offers like uh, I'm on the podcast. Do you want to be on? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, well, what did you need to tell me? Oh, you'll text it to me. Okay. Like just hang up the phone. Turn it on silent. Don't even have it on. Don't answer your phone while you're podcasting. Don't do it. I've literally never answered my phone. We both silenced while the recording a podcast right before we started the show. <laughs> I can wait. It's the most basic professional. I mean, if you want to watch the Sabres game while you're podcasting, I get that. But never answer your phone. Do they That's think, ridiculous. Do I really believe that these guys think that like that guy said like is it work? Yeah. I think they really think work is going to show up. Like they're that oh. desperate that they're just like waiting. That's a good to point. I didn't know why call. they giggled about that. Like, is it work? I'm like, I get work emails all the time. No, dude, That's not none fun. of these guys are getting work. These guys are not getting They're work. They're like, LA. hey, you got an email? Is it work? Are you getting a gig? It's like, no. Look, I watched a video recently about people living in LA, yeah. living in pods, literal pods, uh -huh. who are trying to do work like this. Like actors who are not getting work, yeah. living in pods, in like communal areas. That's the way I see these guys. I, I don't think they're that poor, but like, uh, it seems like the the wife actually is uh, a monster designer. I okay, think. she seems to be working. When you say on the monster, new, like monsters, she draws monsters. She draws monsters. Yes, uh, like you she's know, a designer Inc. of like, monsters. She seems to be doing the monsters on the new Justin Roiland show. Okay, uh, that's going to be on Hulu, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's working. That's like her main – like all these people, if you read their bios, it's so yeah. funny because you can tell what they wish they were and what they are. <laughs> That's each always them, fun. Each of these people is at least has the awareness to list what they really are first. They are a storyboarder, an animator, and a character designer working on in-between projects a lot of the time. But they also are all comedy musicians. Yes. And that's what they really are I want to talk about. about that. Yeah, because you're a comedy musician too. So I guess. I've never used that word before, but well, I suppose. you're a part of a comedy surf band. We, we write jokes. You've been popular in Rochester into... for like 
yeah. t- what, 20 years something? Or something like 20 years. It's, yeah. it's depressing. <laughs> so let's talk about the fact that they're comedy musicians. It starts off, the show that we listen to, where this guy is plugging his music. Yes. And it's very awkward. He's terrible at it. He spends six minutes describing six his minutes. Kickstarter. This is him plugging his shitty music very poorly. Um... Uh, so, uh, holiday songs will be on here. Uh, I record a Christmas or holiday song every winter, and uh, a lot of them are not on albums. At some point, I plan on making a compilation, but, you know, some of them are now old enough that I want to redo them. But, like, you know, the current versions of all of the holiday songs will be on here, and they aren't, a lot of them, a lot of them aren't available anywhere else now. Uh, he doesn't even like what he's doing. The he's like, it's like a lot of this shit sucks. I'm gonna put it out anyway. I, I, listen to the, he's he's plugging music. It's not even done yet in this clip. The kind of in progress album. TV's Kyle sings the cartoons. This is an album full of me covering, uh, you know, animated theme song covers. I don't think that's um, out yet. And this no. is one that like I kind of never quite fully put out because it was never quite fully done. And uh, at some point in the near future, I plan on putting this one actually out. Okay. But I'll probably be, you know, polishing a lot of things, making a few things, adding some things. What kind of marketing is this? (laughs) Guys, if you want to check out this thing that's not done, it's not very good, I'm not really good at this stuff. He even goes on to admit that there's shit that's not even good. He doesn't even want people to listen to. If you want to hear my, like, early prototype albums, I will not be releasing them again. They are not very good. (laughs) They're not very good. Okay, I believe that. I believe that they're not very good. Why are you plugging them at the beginning of your show for six fucking minutes? Well, okay, the thing that surprised me the most, and this is what led me down the the research rabbit hole, is that Kyle's Kickstarter was successful. Was it? He had a successful Kickstarter for his comedy album. Okay. He wanted five thousand dollars. Okay. Which is nothing. To, I don't know even what the. What I, was he I've made for? a lot of albums. They don't cost five fucking thousand dollars. I'm just gonna throw I, that out there. I mean, how much well, studio they, time they do you either, need? They either do or they cost uh, way more. Like they either or they either don't or they cost way yeah. more. It's like either you're recording this at your house and it yeah. costs nothing right. to it, make. It should cost almost nothing. Or it should be like thirty grand because you're hiring people yeah. to work with you, which right. is not. I don't know what the five grand makes zero sense was for, but he made it. And the way that he made it is that he did uh, illustrations for backers of the characters from his cartoon. So his clout from the cartoon is the the only thing that's driving him to have any kind of Internet presence, which this guy, any success he has, any success any of these guys have is actually through the mainstream industry, which is commendable in a way. They've worked their asses off for 20 plus years. This guy's been an animator since 96. He, he started on, like, Animaniacs. Dude, you've so, done way too much fucking research. Th- okay, here's why. <laughs> Even for this no, show. Let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah. Because these people have very detailed Wikipedia pages okay. with sources such as their Twitters and their <laughs> DeviantArt comments yep. from a decade of so internet history. So they're creating they their own their wiki own, entries. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think... Probably Kyle's wife, who seems very nice, yeah. created the pages for both him and Luke. Aw, how sweet. And because there's uh, excessive information. Like, uh, every time that he had work that was yeah. featured, like, when he's, um, he has fan mail submissions to magazines from 1988 listed on his Wikipedia page. Like, you would have that's to know this guy personally. That's not write. a thing. No. They, that's not something you put on Wikipedia. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not impressive not in any all. way. I got published with my fan mail. It's something you tell your buddies about, maybe. Yeah. And you know? maybe clip it. 
Uh, you can mention wallet, it in a podcast. Try to get laid. It's not on your Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's not a real accomplishment. All right, so we we just heard Kyle plugging his shitty music. The other guy, Luke, I looked him up, and I actually grabbed some of his music. Oh, no. So you did some research. I'll I did you, some research I'll, I'll also. I'm going to tell you right now, Kyle's music is actually a lot better than Luke's. Oh, okay. His is actually decent. Luke's is fucking terrible. Luke's is not great. It's he, terrible. He does not have a sense of melody. Well, he does. He also doesn't understand how jokes work. Yeah. So this is a, a song about Black Friday. Which is very appropriate because <laughs> yes. here we are Thanksgiving weekend. By the way, we recorded a uh, bonus episode, Croge and I, Wednesday night. We put it out on Thanksgiving. Uh, I have been, we, we had uh, family over. I've been on a bender ever since. I wish I've I been should have just come over for that too. That I've been partying not I don't even know how I'm functioning right now. <laughs> I'm mean, barely standing right. This bag of weed was a lot bigger. Than <laughs> yeah, all right. So, you, so you're with me. You understand. All right. So anyway, Black Friday, this guy has a song, and I'm going to play, I don't know how much we want to play of it, but listen for the jokes, and tell me if you hear any. Just keep Big Thanksgiving. Plus, it's a fucking South Park ripoff. Oh, boy. You can already tell just from the beginning of that, it's like, oh, this is South Park. Yeah. All right. Big Thanksgiving dinner, after quite the feast, watch a little football. And some home movies. Bedtime comes for families. Every mom and pop. Alarm goes off at 4 a.m. Because it's time to shop. Winter coats and wool hats. Just in case there's snow Or the river and through the woods To Walmart we go Soon we'll be invading Busting down the door Led by all the the hardcores who camped out The night before Black Friday Black Friday! Oh what a joyous day When our consumer culture comes together Come what may Black Friday! Black Friday! It brings us so much cheer To help our nation's stores Who have been in the red all year any more of the exclusive Iron Man versus Dora the Explorer play sets? Whatever's out on the shelves is all we have. You're lying! Grab his leg! Ah, new Nintendo... I mean, this is... I'm almost certain that was TV's Kyle and his wife doing that back and forth. I'm sure. Because they appear in a bunch of his Yeah, songs. it's only his friends yeah. who get to do this. By the way, uh, Kyle is TV's Kyle. TV's Kyle. And, and Luke is the great Luke Sky. The great Luke Sky. Yeah. Or is it Ski? But, but it's, it's spelled it's, like but, Ski. But it's lowercase the great. The, the great Luke Ski? Well, he, he is a Ski. He's he's a Polish last name. Okay. So it's the end of his last name. So possibly. Well, you're ski. saying Luke Sky like Skywalker. I, I couldn't tell. I have no name. idea. I, 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 I can't be interested in this at all. Mm-hmm. I just don't give a shit. No. So you just heard that song and there's more to it, but it never goes anywhere. It's just. No. It's just telling you what you do on Black Friday. There's no jokes. Yeah. We go to Walmart. We get up early. And he sounds like shit. He yeah, can't yeah, he can't sing, sing very well at all. I don't know if he's doing a Stan Marsh impression, but it's not a good one. He's trying. Uh, so here's another example. This is a song called Driving for Lift. And this is the this second This is my verse. favorite one. Because Did you hear this? I, this is Shut the only the one because I listened you to You actually listened to this? I listened to it because... I'm impressed. It's... I... I he was obviously for real driving for Lyft. Yes. Okay. This <laughs> I think that's true. If you read through the description, yeah. he literally was between jobs. Yes. He does not have work. I think <laughs> one of his friends told him you should drive for Lyft. So he did. And during a lunch break, he wrote this song that literally in the chorus says like, I'm driving for Lyft. And yes. I wrote this in my lunch break. And I got to say, 
reading the lyrics of the song, yeah. I thought they were somewhat funny. They're not. Listening to it, the delivery is awful. They're not at all. No sense of melody. This it's song just, could be it's funny. It's just a description of what you do when you're a Lyft driver. Yeah. All right, listen to this. This is terrible. Now that we're cruising at a moderate speed, let me point out that my car has all that you need. I got water bottles for quenching your thirst. I got gum and mints if your breath is the worst. I got an umbrella if it rains where I park. I got a flashlight if you're scared of the dark. I got Windex, which I use with a squeegee. I got a vacuum cleaner like my homeboy Luigi. I got tissue what? for a sudden achoo. I got hand sanitizer to clean up the goo. I got a soft towel if you're bringing your pump. I got phone chargers. Tell your homie what's up. I got in my trunk cleaning products galore. I got vomit bags. Please don't throw up on the Floor. I got seat covers, put a stop to the mess. But what I don't got is a boss. <laughs> yes! I wrote this song while driving the lift in the middle of a short four-hour shift. Got the pedal to the metal and the wheel to the steel so that I can earn some money for my very next meal. What's funny about that? He's got hand sanitizer and Kleenex yeah. and a phone charger. Like, yeah, I've, I've been in the lift before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. That is what they have there. He just makes nerdy references. And, it's just uh, references. So this guy, all it is. he is it's not fun or with, funny. This guy's obsessed with Weird Al Yankovic. Obviously, I don't know if you read his Wikipedia page. I did not. <laughs> are you are you familiar? Doctor Demento. Yes, I did see that he's the most requested Doctor Demento. Whatever. <laughs> all right. So this led this me is down. true, right? Do you know about Doctor Demento? I do. Okay, yeah. so that's a radio show that going back to like the seventies. Popular in the seventies yeah. and eighties, a little yeah. bit. Not popular in the two thousands. No. Because now we listen to podcasts. So I researched the, the Demento's history, <laughs> yeah. and Doctor Demento it, basically he is just an old like music professor yeah. who has a crazy collection. He likes to run eclectic songs on the radio. Yeah. He had a show that was fairly popular, and it did help to launch the career of Weird Al. Weird Al, yes. Um, hence, he had another one, "Rides the Bus," that he played yes. on an accordion, and that launched his career in, right. I think the late 70s early but 80s by the time you get to the 2000s and incidentally uh, the show that Dr. Demento was on the, the network yeah Westwood fucking one. Oh, Westwood one our friends over there which I guess was originally a radio show now it's a podcasting network I assume it's mostly dead compared to what it once was much like the Dr. Demento show most which... of Westwood one's podcasts are actually very popular most of them are not Opie Radio okay most so of them Opie's are good. just like a weird clinger on there. yeah what's their most famous show well, they have um, Ben Shapiro, they oh, have uh, Jericho, they have a bunch of shows. Anyway. That's not the point! Do- Dr. Demento, <laughs> in the in the 2000s, was going through financial hardship. Yeah. Uh, in 2010, it officially pulled from all radio. It is now just an internet show that you have to pay for. It's can, I, either... can I stop you real quick? You're not reading this. No. You sound like you're reading I this. I did all this research. We're looking at ago. each other, and you know this <laughs> word for word. This is what I do. This is my job. This is what you do. Uh, this is so, amazing. So, Dr. Demento, he's, his show became internet only. You have to pay $2 for standard def, $4 for HD. It okay. still releases every week. Okay. It's clearly just that this guy likes doing it. He still interviews people and stuff, but I don't think anybody's listening to Nobody's this show. Nobody's listening to this. This Luke guy, this, the years in which he had, he had four different songs that were at one point the most requested song on Dr. Demento's show. Okay. They were in 2003, okay. 2005, <laughs> 2011, this guy's amazing. and 2014. 
Okay. So in 2014, this was a pay-to-listen show that nobody's listening to, and this is bragging rights for this Luke guy who has so little work that he's driving Lyft and writing songs about it. And probably requesting his own songs on Dr. Demento, oh, I would yeah. imagine, him and his friends. If he's still paying for the show, if he can actually afford to listen to Dr. Demento, <laughs> he probably is still requesting <laughs> right. the show out there. He's still calling it a request. He doesn't know if it was played or not. He just knows it was requested a bunch of times. So I want to point out, because I love parody songs i love comedy music i think that what we just listened to was garbage yeah driving for lift terrible song yeah. let me tell you what a good example of a fun song is mm-hmm. this is a band from rochester called the super d dupes okay. we played with them my band the ice tells played with them this is my favorite song by them it's called baby hearse baby hearse <laughs> <laughs> i already like that it's I drive a baby hearse, I drive a baby hearse Some say the job sucks, but I'm at worse I drive a baby hearse, I drive a baby hearse Any dang gone way to fill my purse It's a horrible thing when a baby dies No one wants a party and everybody cries I'm the guy whose family never wants to see his face I'm the guy who brings that baby to his final resting place you get the point anyway that's why you write a comedy song let me tell you though i'll be fair kyle his music is actually more similar to that kyle's music is decently produced okay way more catchy okay way better and they both produce a lot of fucking music i'll give them that you know what i don't do on this show is compliment people well, so you're doing this wrong. Well, I'm fuck just, these, I'm fuck saying, these assholes. Kyle, I listened to a bunch of uh, Kyle's songs, yeah. and like some of them were not interesting or funny. Some of them were actually pretty decent. There was one that was just called like "I Don't Want to Be Here or Do This Anymore." Yeah, I thought it felt very real while still being a, a comedy song. So okay. uh, I appreciated that one. I didn't. I didn't I pull out any Kyle like, stuff. His stuff is way more G-rated than Baby Hearst, but I felt like he should be doing like a schoolhouse rock reboot. Or okay, something. like he's somebody who should be writing catchy rhymes. You're about like a fan of this guy. Are you part not, of the fan club? I mean, I wouldn't watch. Are you fanboying fucking... <laughs> right now? What's going on? Well, okay. Here's Kyle Digibro is a huge fan here's, of yours. Here's why I feel. Here's why I feel some sympathy because the the production, the melodies and stuff are somewhat decent on his stuff and. This guy, that record that he Bandcamp, I mean, uh, fucking, that he did a Kickstarter for, on the Bandcamp release of it has three buyers. This guy's albums are not being bought by anybody. No. He had, like, maximum ten. I, who have no music career, (laughs) sell way the fuck more (laughs) albums than this dude on Bandcamp. so depressing. (laughs) I have albums that have sold at least a couple hundred. But, like, the thing about this dude, this Kyle dude, is that... I think he's trapped in like the 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 the, the LA scene, the yeah. industry, and because he's had a couple of shows, he's like he keeps being in that. But like he would probably be a lot more successful as an internet creator. And uh, one of the big gets that they had for their show, Magic Swords, was that they had the Game Grumps on there. I don't okay. know, if you know about that. I do. But they had known about him because he had posted stuff on the internet. And Ego Raptor keeps track of animators. They both voice acted on his show. The uh, Ninja Sex Party did all like the songs in the show. I mm-hmm. think 
they're a decently popular comedy band. This dude should be, like, trying to work with those guys more. He right. should be, like, making shit for the internet, making music videos for his songs. Like, he has a chance on social media, and he's super prolific, which I respect, because I'm a prolific guy, too. You're giving this advice out for free. You because, realize that, right? Because this dude is doing this <laughs> shitty fucking podcast that is yes. the worst use of his talents imaginable. Like, this guy actually has something going for him. He's made a show. He has some connections. Working with his fucking burnout friend, yeah. Luke, who sucks. Yeah. Uh, like, dude, get him... Just get him fucking work as a – he can stay as a storyboard artist, which is his real job. Right. Um, t- tell him to give up on his music fucking career because he sucks. Or, I have to tell you, I'm you surprised know. at your take right now. This is a twist. I listened to this podcast. I listened to a couple episodes, and I was like, oh, these guys suck. And the everything. podcast They're is They're the awful. worst people ever. You come over, and you're like, no, 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 I actually did the research. This guy's talented. He has some skill. I mean, he can draw decently I well. did not expect this He's had this some success. He's had, very he had surprised. a fucking show on Cartoon Network. He has some <laughs> success. He's worked with people. His wife's working with Justin Roiland on some level. Yeah. That's a that's, cool get. That's impressive. That's a guy who could, you know, who could help you out if he, you worked with him. He probably knows some people in the industry. And, but here's the thing. And and I, I got a sense of, like, how these people are and why they do a shitty podcast like yeah. this. Because of Luke's Twitter. He has a pinned tweet that's a comic about him. It's called Why I Escape into Cartoons. Okay. And it shows him looking at, like, screens that are just, like, all this anger and, and vitriol and taking sides. And he runs away from that into the world of cartoons. Yeah. And that's – I think these people are very soft-hearted people. Yeah, they're, they're They make children. stuff for children. They're children. They, they are basically man-children. Yes. They're still making Weird Al songs well into their 30s. These guys right. are well into their 30s. Right. Um, if not 40s. I yeah. don't know how old Kyle is. But – they're, they you don't I'm surprised you've read everything about this person how do you not know I that <laughs> say, did you see his fucking mutton chops though no. this guy only has mutton chops no really? other facial hair he has an anti goatee he has okay. only the non goatee that's parts. a very 70s and he's thing really to do. fat it is a uh, he's he's very fat too huh? there's one interview with him on YouTube that's got like fifty eight thousand views biggest yeah. video you could find of the okay. guy. Uh, he just seems like a regular fucking dude who animates, who's just a big cartoon fan. Him and his wife love cartoons. They sit around and watch cartoons. That's all these dudes do with their lives. So they made a podcast about it. Nobody cares. It's not right. interesting. And I don't want to hear you sing right. all the fucking songs from every Looney Tunes show that you've literally memorized. They no. recite whole cartoons of Looney oh. Tunes in this show. Please tell me you have some I clips. I don't. I didn't get that far. Oh, I'm telling you I didn't get God. that far. You must have gotten less than 30 minutes in. Less than 30 minutes in. That's I got about amazing. 30 minutes That's... in. I, and I've never done this before. I could not take okay. it. Okay. The, the only reason that I – because I had already started doing research, I wasn't listening to the show. I had it playing in the background. Yeah. Eventually it gets to a point – where these guys are talking about certain Looney Tunes cartoons that they love. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a new Looney Tunes show coming out or something. It seemed like they were speculating. Apparently there one. is, and they're putting out shorts on, online. There's like that, yeah, they, one minute, three minute. But they mostly Looney were just Tunes kind of things. reminiscing about their favorite Correct. moments. Yeah. And there's parts where they start both, they just like jump into a scene and they're both doing character voices hmm. loudly and obnoxiously, badly. Mind you, these people were voice actors. Kyle played the main character on his own show. Okay. Uh, he's, oh, fine. It's a kid's voice. You can sound retarded and it's fine. But, like, 
you know, he did okay. The other guys, again, terrible. Uh, but the two of them, like, try to imitate the cartoons. Poor Luke. And they're just, like, doing these whole renditions of, like, entire skits from Luke, fucking Luke. Luke, if you're listening to this right now, you're the one who sucks on your podcast. That's what Digibro is trying to say. Uh, they both suck on the podcast. The podcast is fucking Dude, atrocious. They are so boring, they yawn during their own show. I've never done this before. I've never heard this before. They yawn a lot yes! on their own show. Here's I, one I example. I would have made a compilation if I had time. <laughs> Here's one example of that. And that's another brilliant move on their part, too. Excuse me, I'm yawning. Dude, I literally yawned while listening to this show. It's so boring. They're bored. Here's another example. So, yeah, I was trying to find specific Chuck Jones cartoons that... Dude, if you're bored, how do you think we feel? How do you think we feel listening to your show? You're not I even mean, excited about it. I, I have to assume that what these guys do is that every weekend, uh, fucking, what's his fuck, Luke comes over to Kyle's house. Yeah. They sit around. They maybe watch a few cartoons together. They crank they, the air conditioner. They crank the they AC. They can't wait to get the AC going. Because they're all fucking fat. Everyone in the fam- <laughs> him and his wife and his friend are all fat. That's why they have the AC blowing. Uh, straight oh, up. Uh, lose some weight before you do a podcast. <laughs> All right. So the one thing they have is a ton of knowledge when it comes to cartoons. I just I just remember some of the other attempts to do new Looney Tunes cartoons. Like, I forgot the title of it, but I remember one where I think it's Bugs and Elmer and I want to say Daffy. Like, and they're being chased through a movie theater. It seems to me like you're an expert, Mark. <laughs> Why are you podcasting about something you barely have any knowledge of? <laughs> like, Digibro comes over, he's read Wikipedia pages, he's watched YouTube videos. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. These guys only talk about cartoons. They don't even know the cartoon they're talking about. In fairness, about. I did all that to escape the podcast. <laughs> right. So I didn't have to listen you to didn't it. have to listen to it, which was smart. And I'm glad that they they themselves had provided so much information about themselves, which is really funny because they are all very realistic about themselves, if nothing else. Like, they they note every small victory they've ever had in their career, (laughs) but they admit how small those victories are. That's good. Uh, And I'll say as well that Kyle, I mean... He's he's a bit of an anime fan. There's some anime influence in Magiswords. I respect that as an anime guru myself. Oh, you're an anime guy? I didn't I, know that. I, I, I'm Is this an, true? I'm mostly famous as an anime guy. <laughs> Not so much into cartoons like what these guys talk about. But, yeah. like, I appreciate the... Here's the thing, though. A lot of people think that as long as you have good influences, you'll be fine. Like, no. oh, I'm influenced by all the right stuff. I like all the good... Like, Kyle has good taste. He has good taste in animators, good taste in shows that he's, like, influenced by. But, like, what he creates does not have, like, the creative heart that I think a lot of the people he admires has. You right. Know? It just comes off as, like, a shallow copy of that because he's somebody who's just using cartoons as escapism. Right. He j- like, admitting to himself, like, that's what they say is we run away into these cartoons. But, like, good shows are about shit. Good shows are about how you faced something in your life and and had a uh, overcoming tale. And his show is literally just mindless entertainment. That's why it got canceled. That's right. why it didn't resonate with people. There's no, there's no storyline. There's no story arc. He posted this sad boy post like a month ago on Twitter talking about how... He he felt that the you're uh, so into this. <laughs> I love it because it's it's sad. It, yeah. it's it's somewhat pathetic to, to watch these guys. Yeah. You know, no offense. Someone if they're listening. It's wildly pathetic. Well, I mean, they, these guys are wildly pathetic. At least they're making some money in LA. <laughs> I mean, I've seen worse. Look at Maddox. They're not Maddox. <laughs> they're not Maddox. <laughs> you got that going 
for you guys. You're not Maddox. You're not Maddox. But uh, Kyle had this sad-ass post where he was talking about how um, the reputation of his show, based on the experimental pacing of the early episodes, it never recovered from. Because if you read on Wikipedia about the show, it says the critical response was that the show was too fast-paced and that it uh, it didn't have any substance to it. And I think he internalized the idea that that because the show was considered too fast-paced in the early episodes, which were experimental, yeah. um, his show never recovered from having a reputation of being too fast-paced, even when he slowed it down later. But if you look at the numbers, this show was pulling a million viewers for its first few episodes. Okay. It got to about 0.8 million uh by the end of the first season second okay. season starts it starts at like 0.7 it reaches 0.1 by the end of the second season nobody cares just dropped off it just dropped off because the show has no soul it's just nonsense it's right. just cartoony bullshit all the time which is what it's this man children. wants to escape into it's for children it's for children though. but even and children, even children are not compelled children, by this. Uh, children will look at a shiny thing flash in front of them for a minute but right. they're gonna turn seven instead of six and they're gonna want something a little deeper, <laughs> yeah. you know you gotta compete with sesame and, street and you're also well fucking album i mean in the case of magisaurs they're competing with teen titans go which was a similar show but had way more depth in like its creativity and stuff i, I, I think, think you're being a little bit too big off. brain for us right now well, that's I my I think analysis. you're big-braining things a little bit too much. I want to talk about some of their hot takes. They talk about um, the new Spider-Man cartoon that came out last year. And uh, this is their hot take on that. And by the way, the guy who suggested that we listen to the show told me that they love everything. Yeah. Their, their whole thing is like, oh, this yeah. cartoon is amazing. Everything's because, amazing. Again, they, they literally, it's escapism for right. them. They're children. They love cartoons. They don't, they don't get it. All they do is watch cartoons. Right. So here, here's their hot take. What did you think of Spider-Man? Far oh, I loved it. Yeah. And Zoe Quickman? Yeah. yeah. Very good Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly, it, it's I just, it's a good, it's a good Spider-Man movie is what I needed at the time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what did you think about this thing? This is what we do on our show is talk mm-hmm. about cartoons. It was great. Okay. What it else? was what he needed at it's what the he, time. Yeah, no, that's sad. That's like, <laughs> can you imagine that, like, what got that's you fucking through? fucking sad. I hear people say this it's shit all the time. what I needed. And, uh, and in <laughs> fairness, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I know there's people who have said this about my content. Like, your videos really got me through at this time in my yeah. life or whatever. It's like, I'm glad that you can connect with something. But when it's a fucking Marvel movie, yeah. come on, man. It's a Marvel cartoon. No, Far From Home was the, the, the live action one. Oh, that was the live action one? Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, fuck, I'm an Neither idiot. have I. I thought I was into Nor the Spider-Verse. Nor have I seen the last six, because I don't I thought they were fuck. talking about Into the Spider-Verse. I'm an idiot. Spider-Verse is a great movie. Dude. I've heard that. All right, so here is Ricky Simons, who is a cartoon voice actor, and you can tell by his voice. Listen to how douche-chilling this is when they introduce him on this show. All right, well, we have uh, Ricky Simons. Yay! <laughs> 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 and we have Richard Horvitz. <laughs> And also in the room is Tabitha Wolf Garth Simons, who is allowed to speak whenever she feels like, but is under no obligation. Yeah! <laughs> Very good. Nerd! It's just dorks getting together with a mic. It's painful. That was like... Was with a what, microphone. Is that what happens when retards try to be Justin Roiland? Like, <laughs> Yes! I'm pretty sure... You were talking about how bad they are at podcasting. This is just a clip of a lot of ums and lip smacking oh and just God. all the nonsense that should not be on a podcast. 
I, I, I remember their part in Space Jam was all of a sudden one of them pulls up the mic and then his voice is Michael Buffer. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this is on a show. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, how the fuck do you put a show out where you do that? That's embarrassing. It's pretty bad. And then they finally talk to Lindsay. And Lindsay is Kyle's girlfriend or wife or whatever it is. And they Lindzilla, ask, by the way, is what she goes by. Okay, great. So they ask her a question, and she is literally drowned out by the air conditioning. You cannot hear what she says. <laughs> oh, okay, so I was going to I was going to ask everyone in the room what their uh, personal favorite Looney Tune is. Robin Hood Daffy. Robin Hood Daffy. Cool. Robin Hood Daffy. Solid choice. Yeah. Lindsay. unit how is that possible this drives me insane because i like i do i look i record a lot of fucking podcasts and i often yeah. have people who are like across the room and stuff like that and i'm like get on the mic you get know on the like, fucking mic <sighs> all right or just don't address i understand that his wife is just in the room listening to the show don't introduce her don't try to yeah. make her part of the show right. don't, she's nowhere near the microphone let her just sit in the corner and listen so they say that they're in their living room but I don't even think that's true because at one point it sounds like they're on the tarmac. There were so few female characters in cartoons unless it was a female version of an already existing male character where it looks exactly like the male character except there's like a bow and eyelashes on it. Yeah. And they're, and they're wearing a dress. So, you know. Was that an airplane? What the fuck it's, is going on? It's. Dude, it's hard for me to actually like actually even parse what they're saying because it sounds like I'm listening to it from the other side of the window on like a train. Like they're inside the train and I'm outside yes. listening to them as the train's about to take off. <laughs> this, I, I'm shocked at how bad this podcast sounds. But what's even worse is the content. They're talking about flying to Australia and this woman gets bit by something and she has to go to a doctor. And the doctor is in a mall. And so they all try to make jokes about a doctor being in a mall. Listen to how many jokes they attempt about a doctor being in the mall. Oh, no. I no. went to a mall doctor. So if you're it's suffering from <laughs> over-shopping? Yeah. yeah I you're right there. You go in and yeah. the doctor mauls you. Yeah. Oh, yes. You have a bad case of <laughs> Foot Locker. <laughs> and I didn't even have to wait. They will install right more in. shopping bags. Oh, my God. This is the worst case of Sephora I I've ever seen. It was the first time I ever got a tetanus shot in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Not the you got to help time. me. I think I got an orange chili. No. You have Crate and Barrel. And they even said it was only 75 dollars. Crate and Barrel's disease. That's a mall doctor. But excuse me, seventy-five dollars for you know we should up the game though. Next time, tetanus shot in a Trader Joe's. Oh, and the antibiotics too. Tetanus shot in a Sears. Right. Yes. In a Cracker Barrel. You can pay at the kiosk. There've been no laughs. What do you mean? None. What are we trying to accomplish here? You guys are gonna throw. 30 fucking jokes about a doctor being in the mall. So None of them land. You just keep trying. I, I guess, I guess he thought that the Foot Locker one had gone over well enough. Yes. That they were just going to name every other store in the mall. Well, that's how it gets even funnier is when you say, oh yeah, what about Sears? 
Yeah, good one. That's a funny joke, too. So then they get off that that topic. They talk about something else. And this fucking idiot, Ricky Simons, brings it back again. Because he cannot wait to get it on on the hot hot action of mall doctor jokes. I'm sorry, Richard's got another world. Hi, Richard. Hi! I'm trying to think of what what's what's a terminal mall disease. <laughs> I think it's Please sit down. Well, sit down. While you're thinking of that, I just want. Guys, what, what are you doing over there? I'm trying to think of a terminal mall disease. Well, don't. We're, we're past <laughs> that. Let it we're die. literally past that. Yeah. Let's not talk about this anymore. Uh, how long was he working on that? I know. It's all, it's all he was thinking about. What would be a fucking... And then what was like, a shopaholic? No. That's not a good joke. That's a terrible joke. You guys suck at podcasting. I want to talk about the audio quality. Because there's something weird going on. These are musicians. They record audio. Let, let me mention. They know this how to record okay. audio. Now that I'm Obviously. in the WATP studio, yes. I know what the audio situation is here. This yes. is a Blue Yeti microphone. It is. You've got it set to bi-directional. We're on opposite Correct. sides of the mic. Yep. It's we a are, USB. It goes right into the computer. There's no mixing board. We're in a basement. So the, unprofessional. There's not really any echo down here. No. Nope. So you it's don't pretty probably we got, need any soundproofing. We got wood on the walls. You're fine. You just need a... Now, I use, and I brought with me, and I could have even brought to the studio had I realized... The severity. How of the shitty situation. this setup is. <laughs> I have a three hundred dollar microphone. Yeah. Nobody's ever complained about. Yeah. I could get you set up with two mics with arms, less than a thousand dollars. Are you willing to invest less than a thousand dollars into this show? So this is the funny thing. And when you came out of my house, you you were like, "Oh, what do you do for a living again?" I could easily afford yeah, all of that. No, equipment. your house. Is I could easily gorgeous. afford that. This, I just don't do it. This show, unbeknownst <laughs> to me as a, as a listener who's listened to almost every episode of this show. I love show, that. Thank you. Um, I had no idea you recorded this standing I behind do. a bar. Yes, next to my refrigerator. Next to a fridge. Full of in beer. In a basement um, <laughs> that has all wood walls that look yes. gorgeous. Uh, nothing but sports shit everywhere. A pool table next yep. to you. This is similar to what my parents had in their living room, and I know what my parents make, so I know you make good money. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, uh, no, it's a nice place. You can afford some fucking better audio. I actually thought about upgrading you before you came over. Use. I should have. I should upgrade, especially after last week's fucking I'll, debacle. I'll give you a bunch of Amazon links using okay. my Amazon associate link so that <laughs> I'll get good. kicked back. Sounds good. Let's do that. So, as I mentioned, their audio is atrocious. And they start off, before the show starts, it sounds amazing. It's yeah. well produced. There's a music bed underneath. And then it just shifts to this garbage. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Kyle and Luke Talk About Tunes. The show where two comedy musicians, who also happen to be animation industry professionals, talk about cartoons. I mean, obviously. The views expressed in this episode do not necessarily reflect those of Kyle and Luke's employers. At least, we haven't asked them. Alright everybody, this is the big episode 150 of Kyle and Luke Talk About Tunes. And Kyle, why don't you introduce our esteemed guests? Have you ever heard of the drop-off? 
Everything sounds amazing. I think that when he records those bits, he's right up on the microphone at his computer. And when they record the show, these fat fuckers are sitting like in (laughs) completely different chairs in like a triangle across a huge room with like a a nightstand in the middle with another Blue Yeti in the middle. Probably not even a Blue Yeti. Probably the the Snowball. Probably the Snowball, yeah. And they also have an industrial fan that's just pushing air through the room possibly at an amazing rate. <laughs> possibly several fans competing with each other. One Just each. pushing. <sighs> going the entire fucking time that they're podcasting. I don't understand why they would think that that was the okay. The worst part is sometimes you get the music bed and the hum of the fucking fan. And then yeah. it's just unlistenable. Everything's unlistenable about yeah. this. Well, it was very difficult to listen to this I mean, show. I mean, I, I did not even. This show is even more mind-numbing than the Pizza Party podcast as a cartoon mm. show. Because at least Pizza Party podcast, they clearly had like a list of topics written down somewhere that they right. would readdress to get back on topic. These guys are just trying to pull from memory. They barely know yeah. why they're there. They clearly just hang out every weekend. They're Correct. best friends. It's just a, it's just a conversation out yeah. of nowhere. And I don't no think notes. anybody's listening to it. Yes. I don't think that there's any reason they should be doing this other than that they're, they just want to hang out. They want an excuse to like justify all their retarded knowledge about cartoon history and the fact that they They're not even that knowledgeable. That's what's crazy about <laughs> yeah, it. No. Tell me if you can figure out what this guy's even trying to say in this clip. Oh yeah, speaking of this, a couple things just came to mind as a result of everything you just said. Okay. Uh one uh, did you hear that three, uh, that three Caballero show is going to be like a yes. launch day title on uh, Disney Plus? Was that words? The fuck did he just say? I think he just said a show was going to be on Disney Plus or something. What, what and the show? The guy was excited about it. What, what is he talking about? I do remember in the episode we listened to, they had a long bitching about all the fact that there's too many streaming services, which yes. we've all talked about. It's a hot take. Plenty, yeah, can you believe all these streaming services you have to sign up for? It. Wow, it's crazy. Sounds like they're excited. These are the kind of people I expect to buy them all. Like, If they had the money. These are the kind of people who I'm I sure imagine they all they do is watch every new show they hear about at all. And that's like yeah. their entire life. That's their entire life. It's... You know what they don't do is read a book. <laughs> no. That's not, that's not part of their daily activities. <laughs> well, they're afraid all. of confrontation. Like, well, they children. think the world is scary. Yes. They don't want to, they, they, they hate all the political discourse going yep. on. They can't handle that. They just want to look at cartoons. And it's like, dude, grow a fucking nutsack and, like, get, and this stuff is interesting and it will make you a better person and a more interesting person if you actually enter the world. When Digibro tells you to grow a fucking nutsack, yeah, <laughs> you know things I'm a are not going. He's an anime out. YouTuber. <laughs> he's an anime YouTuber, and he's like, "You guys are way too into children's <laughs> shit." I'm worried about you. I would say, I would tell these guys, fucking ditch the podcast. The podcast is fucking terrible. I assume that they sucked at everything in life based on their podcast. I, I think, if I only knew that from their podcast, I'd be like, oh, well, these guys are terrible. I think Luke I will Ski never... does suck at probably okay, most of the things he's involved with. I think he is at a point where he should be giving up because he's, <laughs> he's not getting any work. He's at a point where he should be giving he up. Definitely. Uh, he hasn't gotten out okay, look. <laughs> I'm friends with people who are internet creators with Patreons who write comedy music like he does, and it's not the forefront of their careers, and they're much better at it than he is. I know people who are failing to succeed doing way better work. Yeah. You are fucked, dude. Like, you, you're you not good enough. You were maybe good enough to get onto Dr. Demento in 2001. Yeah, when, when no one was listening no to it. no competition us. on the fucking right. internet. No one cares. But your shit is not, you are not even as good as, like, who's that guy who fucking Maddox worked with? Uh, 
the edgy Dick Masterson. No, the other one on his on his uh, on the shitty podcast. I don't know the guy, the comedy songwriter guy. I don't know. I don't listen to his show at all. You I listen, should know didn't this. Didn't you listen to it for that? I've listened fucking, to it a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking. <laughs> I about. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy was more popular and famous. You're. you're not, Work if you use your connections. Try to get in contact with people who are better. Stop podcasting. Is, stop is, fucking. Is, let me just summarize stop, what you just said. Stop, stop podcasting. Stop podcasting and stop spending all your fucking free time watching cartoons and eating. Start working out. All right. Get on a fucking diet. All right. And stop watching cartoons all day, I unless you're you, getting paid for it, like I am. I see what you did there. This is a segment of the show. That's become very popular. It's known as the Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And what we do is we have people write in a podcast they listen to. There's like, this is one part of this podcast. It was very cringy. What the fuck is going on here? So for this week, we had uh, Dan uh, Severn send us in a clip. And this is Dick Masterson vocal frying on his most recent episode. Oh, man, I really hope that that Wired guy uses some of my real big brain, sophisticated quotes. Yeah. Did you give him some good ones? Oh, yeah. Did you talk about about an hour or when? And people, the perception gap, people not knowing the other side and working Mm -hmm. together to understand each other. Oh, you really were laying it on. I was running for office, Sean. So Dick was interviewed by Wired magazine. He was very impressed with himself. And he started getting a little vocal fry. He talked about how big brained he was. Dude, honestly, listening to that clip, all I could think about is how good that audio felt on my ears I at know. the end of this episode. Right? Like, your audience has got to be like, oh my god, Sean. Oh, yes. It's all over me. Actually, after last week's episode, that sounded like garbage. And a lot of people pointed out to me like, I didn't know. Carl, did you know that your show sounds like shit? Like, y- yes, I listened to the entire thing. I don't think I've heard the new one yet. I, I was miserable about it. <laughs> it depressed me. They're like, oh, you should hire Sean the audio engineer. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I would love Sean, the audio engineer, (laughs) to be producing my show. It's not going to happen. He lives 3,000 miles away. He lives very far away, and he's got better things to do. He's never even listened to my show. No. It's on record. I'm never even listening to the show. All right. So that's. I uh, I think he's finally reached a point where he remembers who you are when you come on the day. He does, which is is (laughs) crazy. It took a while. (laughs) Which is crazy because Dick has so many fucking weirdos on that show. And every time he's like, should I remember this guy? He's like, no. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how, how the fuck am I supposed to keep track of this shit? But yes, recently I feel like he actually knows who uh, who I am when I go on there. And you were over at Dick's house yes. recording with him. Yes, in a si- situation similar to this one. Except yeah. with Sean Were you invited yourself was... over? Yeah, Similar exactly. to this situation. I happened to be in town and I said, <laughs> can I come on your show? So I want everyone to know, because you've been making fun of my setup. It's way better than Dick's, obviously, right? I mean, in terms, like, the, the audio setup is obviously garbage. <laughs> it's but terrible. You have, like, even more space. You record in even more interesting location. Okay, like, fair enough. Personally, I would love if there was a video feed of this show. I mean, you know. You were saying got, that. You do have a face for radio compared to Dick. Fair uh, enough. But, you know. I'll take that. Uh, I like the aesthetic of, like, a rustic <laughs> bar home radio show. It would only really work when you had people in studio, though. I want to play. I want to not play. I want to uh, read an email that I got. I played a voicemail a week or two ago from a guy from Iran who was upset that we have Patreon and he can't subscribe to Patreon and get the bonus episodes. So he sent me a note and he says, Hey Carl, I'm the one who's complaining about the paywalls and how we can't buy shit from outside of the country. I would have called him, but it just got me in trouble in this climate. We are just getting our internet connection back after a week. 
and I'm just glad to be able to jack off to some degenerate piss porn again. And I'll definitely be keeping a porn archive from now on. I broke my arm jacking off to the shit my friend's girlfriend sent him. To anyone living in a third world shithole, and this is why I'm reading this. This is a, a statement that I think is important for people to know. Anyone living in a third world shithole, download some porn right now. Download it, put it on your hard drive in case the internet goes out mm-hmm. in your shitty country. Have it ready to go. And then he says, disclaimer, not that I'm in a third world country. We live in the best country in the world. Iran, number one, fuck capitalism. <laughs> so I thought that, I don't know if this is actually the guy or not, but I thought that was a fun note and important for uh, our listeners to hear and understand. Can you not use Patreon in Iran for some reason? I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. Have you, have don't you, you have set a PayPal up a new or? project too, just in case Fuck. Vanished kicks you off of Patreon or something? Uh, so, yes, but no. And Doug from Who's Right's been messaging me to try to help him out. I am so far behind in life right now. Mm. I couldn't be further behind in life. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have a to-do list on my to-do list that is a to-do list. Yeah. I'm so far behind. I couldn't even get close to catching up. So, yes, I got to get a new project too up and running and eventually i will but before that i do want to briefly visit opie radio (laughs) the opie radio podcast all right so I, i checked it on opie a little bit this week and opie's doing this thing now where he's not even putting out new episodes he's putting out best ofs and he literally put out a show that was just Opie and Anthony clips of Patrice O'Neill, which I'm not even sure if he has the rights to do that. You have Jim Norton and Anthony on there who both hate his guts. But this was interesting. He sets up the show. So this is him live setting up the show before he plays old clips from back when he was famous many, many years ago. Welcome to a tribute to Patrice O'Neill. Some of our favorite moments from the late comedian's history on the Opie and Anthony show. Hey guys, it's Opie. Uh... I guess they wanted me to intro what you're about to hear. They wanted me to intro what you're about to hear. It's your show, Opie. Who's they? What the fuck are you talking this about? Very, wait, who's doing the editing on this? I have no idea. Because he doesn't work for Westwood One anymore. So what's he talking about? It's just Opie Radio. Hey, guys, I, I'm reluctant to even that, be on I this. Mean, they wanted Opie's, me to do this. That wasn't Opie's voice who's producing that, this. Well, who's yeah, the, the first announcer was not Opie. Yeah. But then Opie comes out and says, listen, you know, they, they wanted me to intro But this is show. his podcast. It's the Opie Radio podcast. Who are what these the fuck's people? he talking? What is that voice? I don't know. They don't it's all very confusing. They don't tell you what this voice is. It's introducing. The, what is this? Did Patrice O'Neill die? Like, what's going he on? He did. Okay. He died many, many years ago. But then why are they doing a tribute to him? I don't know. Maybe because he's getting so much traction with his, all of his Carl Ruiz tributes. And he's, he's just like, going to tribute Every all person the... I know who's died, I'm just going to do fucking tribute show. <laughs> Seriously. I didn't even think about that until you just brought that up. Like, what? What are we talking about? Patrice O'Neill? Yeah, what the fuck? That was like 10 years ago. And I love Patrice, but. What are we talking about? And it doesn't seem like it was even his idea. No, they told him he had to do that. Who? Who did he work for? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so this is another episode where he does a, a best of. He plays all these clips from him and Carl Ruiz talking about Yelp reviews, and which is a, a Jim Florentine ripoff, but whatever. So he goes on and starts off this show and turns into Maddox. Oh, this no. is crazy. Only Maddox does this type of shit. This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored oh, by me, 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 me. All right. Oh, 
Look, it's Black Friday tomorrow. Why don't you give the Opster a little taste, okay? OPRadio.com for your hats and T-shirts. Now on with the show. The sponsor of his show is his own merchandise. Opie, for fuck's sake, don't talk directly into the mic. Oh, he's the worst at You've e- been in radio forever. <laughs> so bad. Forever. He's so bad at it. But what is with that today's sponsor is my merchandise store. That's not a sponsor. No. You're just promoting your merchandise store. It's a very different thing. A sponsor gives you money to talk about their product yeah. on your show. Promoting your merchandise store is hoping that people will go and buy your merchandise. It's what very different. What does Opie have? Oh, he's got... This is the sad thing. So Carl Ruiz had this Twitter hashtag. Hashtag Ruizing. Right. And Opie sells shirts that say hashtag Ruizing on them. So he's making money off of his friend's death. And this is the thing that he's promoting. But he says in the description of the show that proceeds go to some type of charitable benefit of something. He doesn't explain what it is, how it works, what percentage, anything. I think he just felt obligated, like, oh, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not pocketing this money. Yes, you are, Opie. Yeah, yes, you definitely are. You haven't had a job in two years, and you live in Manhattan, so yes, you are definitely pocketing that money. And speaking of Ruizing, so this is another fucking Carl Ruiz tribute where they're out somewhere with Carl's family and all of his friends. This is just nonstop. It's all he's doing. And he talks about this hashtag Ruizing lifestyle. And Opie says something that's very telling about it. You got to kind of learn from uh, these tough deaths. And you make your life better. Uh, you do a little more of that Ruizing. And uh, to the stupid haters out there that think Ruizing is just drinking your face off and just eating shitty, it's way more than that. Did you pick up on that? How is Ruizing presented in the original context? Like... So what he would do is he would tweet out that he's at a bar, he's at a restaurant, he's having fun, he's partying, and he'd be like, hashtag Ruizing. Okay. And Opie says, people who think it's just about eating shitty food and drinking a lot, it's way more than that. Not, that's not what it is. (laughs) That is what it is. (laughs) But there's other things too. It's also fucking hookers, doing blow. If you die when you're like 50, there's probably... 44. Probably some Ruizing involved. 44. 44. And in in case you thought that Ruizing meant partying a lot, there's way more to (laughs) it than that. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Poor Carl Ruiz. It's sad. That this I don't is know the how old you are, but you look like you'll last a bit longer than Carl Ruiz. I hope so. I don't think you've been Ruiz. <laughs> I haven't been Ruizing as much as uh, Ruiz has. All right, we've we've done it all today, yeah. right? I feel Opie. like we've talked about everything. We couldn't possibly. Have Should we about recap? It. What do we talk about today? We talked we, about these guys who like cartoons. Yes, right. Weird cartoon boys. Yeah. Opie. Talked about Opie. Dick Masterson had cringe of the week. Oh my god. Which is a first. So I feel like it must be time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's episode. That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? Like, what's the what's the appeal of that? Why would you want to hear that? It gets people excited because they're like, oh, I didn't like this show. Digibro sucks. But next week's going to be great. Whoa. So then they're like, all right, well, this was bad, but I'm excited about next week. You might just be a marketing genius. I understand why the house is so nice. <laughs> I love that you were taken aback by that. Whoa, whoa, what just happened? What, what do you mean I was terrible? Uh, so this is a clip of the show, and I'm excited about this. 
I got this sent into me by two different people, which is so weird. This is not normal. This is not just a podcast. It's a specific episode of a podcast sent to me by two different people. Um, yeah, I, I think like uh, I was talking as we were prepping for this episode, I was talking with Heather and Matt a little bit about like even Oregon Trail. It had their Native Americans on Oregon Trail, which is, a, you know, an edutainment game for kids. But they're just represented as raiders <laughs> like like the raiders are coming. Right. And it's just sort of it's it really is just playing on that, you know, old Western trope of like. Uh, you know, natives attacking settlers. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Actually, I mean, uh, like talking about me me specifically being on this episode of this show, Mm -hmm. um, a thing that like it would be hard for me to be on this episode of this show uh, without talking about uh, something that I think is kind of an elephant in the room for me, at least. And that's like tokenization. Sure. And um, what I I mean by that is and like I'm being like this is like not a bit super serious. Yeah. Um, I think I'm the only Native American guest you had on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so you had me on an episode to talk about a video game where the whole point of the game is for General Custer to rape a Native American woman, and it's for the Thanksgiving episode. That's like, not. I'm not saying it's not as bad. That's fucked up. Like, mm. what, is he calling out the host of the show? Yes, he's, he's pissed oh that he was God. asked to be a guest on the show. It's called How Did This Get Played? It's on Earwolf. I guess it's a big show. I've never heard of it. Oh, he, he presented it very mild-manneredly, but he was, like, He's accusing pissed. them of racism for yes! putting him on multiple episodes where he had to talk about Native American issues. That's fucking hilarious. So there's a, a video game called Custer's Revenge. Yeah, I know about You're it. You're familiar with this. Yeah, I, I thought you would an be. Indian woman at the end of the game. You, you walk around with a boner. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, Atari 8-bit graphics. It looks We're terrible. Talking, this is a game from, like, the 80s, right? Yeah, you walk around with a boner, and you rape Indian women. Yeah. Native American, whatever. I, I mean, know. you don't necessarily, there's no way to know that it was rape. That's true. But... That's true. There could be consent. It's hard to tell with 8-bit yeah, graphics. Exactly. But they had this guy on who they bits. know was a Native American to talk about this game. And he's like, hey guys, this is fucked up. Why well, am I well, the no, guest? He had brought them, they brought him in for that episode. And yes. now they've brought him in for another episode that also talks about Native American issues. Yes. And they want him to talk about like the tokenism in the show. But he's yeah. like, do you not appreciate that this is also tokenism right. bringing me out? Yes. Game? Which is a good point. It's a great point. It's really it's like, funny. What do you think about these people <laughs> are, are, are just subjecting, you know, th- this token person. To, and it's like, well, that's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's what you're doing to me right, right. now. <laughs> So that'll be fun. Oh, I'm boy. looking forward to that. That'll be. I want to know how pissed he ends up getting. Like he seemed pretty mild. I have no idea. Tone, I haven't listened but... to it yet. But like I said, uh, this was a Eddie Jefferson sent this into me uh, via email, and then Andy, our co-host, also texted this to me. So two people were like, "We have to talk about this." Yeah. So I'm going to try to get both of them on next week and talk about this show. I'm excited about that. Digi bro, before we wrap things up, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yes, I have a podcast. I have a bunch of podcasts. All right, but I have let's one talk about called Art So Fartso's Whirling Dervish podca- Podcast. That's on my main channel, DigiBro, on YouTube. Just subscribe to that channel if you just want to see me. But if you don't want to hear about anime, you want to hear me scream and be crazy about uh, Twitter fights and internet politics and anything else that pisses me off. Whirling Dervish Podcast is where I think. Uh, you know, it's like my most entertaining podcast for non-anime people. But if you like anime, there's everything else I do. And be a patron. I make a billion things. I'm always awesome. busy. There's always awesome. broke content. So. We will put a link in the show notes for that. I really appreciate you coming over, doing a ton of research, knowing what the fuck you were talking about. 
It was Somehow, weird. I'm not used to this. I didn't expect great. any of it. I Thank just put on the much. podcast, hated it, and went to do something else and came away with all this knowledge. I know. It wasn't even your decision to do that show, but I got it in. And I'm like, well, this guy likes cartoons, so <laughs> I don't we'll even do it. watch American cartoons. No, I know. Just I know. Japanese ones. But Well, I want was... to tell people to please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. This dude is fucking corny. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Bullshit. You fucking know all about this shit. Fuck you. It's boring as shit. You're not charismatic. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. All right, let's talk about voicemails. Oh, boy. Guess what I found out in my voicemails this week? That, that I suck and I should not be on the show this no. week? No. There was nothing about you. It oh, was okay. only about how our last show sounded like garbage. Oh, uh, well, I'm not surprised. Yes. So this was, it's funny too, because I went over to my parents' house for Thanksgiving and my brother was busting my balls. And he acted like I didn't know. Did you know your show sounded like shit? I'm like, well, yeah, of course I did. Do you not actually, know much. You I my, listen to your show. Ben. I listen to my show, but also I get my balls busted by everyone. Yeah. If I do something shitty, I know about it yeah. very quickly. Exactly. I can't avoid no, it. I have this problem too where if I fuck up a fact in a video, like it yeah. will be the first comment on the video. Right. And then it will be the next 300 right. comments of the fucking video. It's like, dude. It's like, I get it. Believe me. Somebody pointed it out <laughs> right the fuck away. All right. So here's a voicemail about how my audio sucked last week. W-A-C-C. Look, guys, I've heard great things about your podcast. But to be honest, I, I don't know who the fuck you have editing. I don't know what the hell those levels are because one host is all about a billion and the next host is here. So if you need an editor, I would gladly offer my services or maybe suggest. I, I, I don't know what I want, but I know your audio levels are shit. I've listened to Keith Records, two bullshit record players yeah. that had more fidelity. Fair enough. Jesus Christ, my man. I want to get into your content. Help me get into your content. Do I need to put a Q-tip in my ear and slam the phone into it? Help me. I mean, your call sounds like you recorded from under a mattress with the fucking phone on top of it. Like, it sounds terrible. Yeah. But who am I to say? Here's another person who thinks that our show sounded like shit. Carl, I don't know what you did to your audio mix uh, on this last week's episode, but uh, it sounds like fucking shit. Uh, I don't know if you're using a new microphone or what, or you turned the levels up, or Dick commented that he was going to hook you up with his uh, template, and maybe you uh, installed it wrong because uh, you're not Sean the audio engineer and you don't know how to use it. But holy fuck, dude, it sounds like shit. Re-upload it. 
I don't think people understand. Sean has like a huge machine that like everybody's stuff is plugged into that he has to like use actual knobs to change the sounds on. Like it's not something you can just have a template for and do. Right. You can't just send me a diagram and I'll just figure it out. There's like a lot of equipment I've never seen that is not like something (laughs) an amateur could use at all. Sean is a pro. Yeah. What I think is funny about this, I want to point this out. In the show description, I wrote, this show sounds like dog shit. I fucked up. Yeah. I explained this in the show. Nobody reads the show description I've learned. I read the descriptions. Because I'm a nerd. Yeah, I, I always read the descriptions when I listen to podcasts. Nobody reads mine. Because all I got were people saying, did you know your show sounds like shit? Like, yes, yeah. I do. I put it in the description. This guy goes, fix it and re-upload it. When something is overmodulated, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do in post to fix this. Carl, it's I'm broken. Tell you, the, it's like, fucking broken. As much as I hate when people do this, the only way you could have avoided this was by recording at the start of the show. Like, hey, this show sounds like shit. I'm sorry. Like, I could have done the that. Only thing I should have done that. Will prevent this from happening. Uh, oh well. Oh well. I feel bad for Andy because he he killed it for us last week, and the show was unlistenable. But there are people who love Andy. Hey, Carl, this may be a controversial stance to take, but I'm willing to take it. I believe that Joe's brother here? Andy is your best co-host, even better than Dick Masterson and uh, Jim Florentine. So Andy getting some love, better than Dick Masterson and Jim Florentine. What was going on with that guy's audio? Know. What was he doing? That's weird. It was fucking strange. I'm telling you, when I listen to voicemails from other podcasts, I'm like, these are not real voicemails. Because every voicemail, I guess, sounds like garbage. Yeah, no. Everyone's like fucking driving a motorcycle through a tunnel. And like, why like are you calling my a, show right now? It's not like he was running a weed whacker or something like <sighs> that. All right, so he calls back again. Hey, Carl, I was this close to giving you your uh, Patreon money, and then Andy had that little speech at the end of the show about uh, Sam Tripoli and his troubles, and Andy talked me out of giving you money, and I now have given all my money to Sam. So um, tell me back. See, this pissed me off last week because Andy comes out and he goes, do you know Sam Tripoli got deplatformed? They taken off of YouTube. We got to support this guy. I'm like, Andy, no, support WATP. Yeah. What are you talking about, Sam Tripoli? That guy's fine. I don't know who that guy is. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Give money to us. And there's proof that it fucking ruined our show. It ruined our revenue stream. You motherfucker. Um, all right. Our audio was fucked last week. Let's listen to that. Carl, your audio levels are so fucked. It sounds like that Michael Winslow bit from Spaceball. Fuck you. Call me back. That made me laugh. That was a funny voicemail. Uh, What else is going on? Oh, do you guys know who Reese the Beast is? No, I do not. Reese is a fan from Australia who's a super fan. And I think he works out all the time. He's like a, a, a muscular guy. He's calming night and day. And this guy, Tim, called in from Australia and declared that he was the biggest fan. But then he called back again and said that him and Reese should be buddies. Anyway, I don't know. I can't make sense of all this shit. It's a lot of drama going on. Hey, Carl. It's Reese the Beast here. You're tied for first fan from Australia. I was riding my kangaroo to work the other day when I was listening to the latest episode of the podcast. I heard Tim's voicemail calling a truce between our feud. And I've got to say, I completely agree with him. We're the only two Aussies who even listens to this show. That's not true. So I'm definitely going to have a beer with you, mate. You're a true blue, fair dinkum, fully qualified sick cunt. But, Tim, I took a bullet for you, mate. I got a big number off Patreon. And like a ninja, I infiltrated the DMs faster than Fran Drescher on a bottle of scotch. 
She started off pretty rocky. She wasn't having a bar of what I was putting out, but many messages and heartfelt phone calls later, I could feel Vic falling for me. One lonely night, she unveiled a bombshell at me that tore the fabric of my arsehole in two. She told me the reason she hates Australians is because her uncle was an emu breeder, and one day when he was doing the daily ritual of diddling her in the barn, a flock of angry emus broke loose and tore her uncle to shreds. Are you following this? That day, she lost not only her uncle, but her one true love. So I'm sorry to break the news to you, Timmy boy, but she's a lost cause. Anyway, mate, plenty more fish in the sea for you, you dead set legend. I'll have a beer in your honour. Keep on kicking on, fellas. See you later. Are you following this storyline so at all? his girlfriend hates Australians Vic. because... Vic is a caller to the show okay. who gave me her phone number and said I should post it online. Okay. She doxed herself. Why? I don't know. So I put it on Patreon just for, you know, our, our patrons. And now people are like calling her and texting her and sexting her or whatever. And she says she hates Australians. Because her uncle was fucking her in the ass. Correct. And she was in love with it. Yes. Him. Yes. And then he was also emu breeding. You followed this better than I did. His emus (laughs) ate him. And now she hates Australians, even though her uncle was the one breeding the emus, not an Australian person. Man, I see what you see in this guy. raping her. This guy picks up on shit quick. She's into it. He's very bright. It's impressive. (laughs) I didn't even follow it that closely. I was like, oh, okay. That sounds right. Anyway, Vic, who has not been on the show in a while, finally called back in. So let's check in on what's going on with our friend Vic, who gave up her phone number for us. Hey, Carl, it's Vic, um, the little boy. I'm still a little boy, by the way. It's fine. Um, you can misgender me all you want, you fucking boomer. Um, whatever, it's 2019. Uh, you're going to die in a couple years anyways due to a heart attack because your fucking wife's been dragged constantly. It's fine. I get it. Anyways, let's fucking get into it. So, like, uh, let's talk about Nico. Can we talk about Nico? Uh, my mom, like, every time I would, like, leave the house, oh, fuck, uh, she would always just be like, hey, go get raped. So, like, can you have Nico, like, contact me? Uh, like, my number's on, uh, patreon.com slash, uh, who are these podcasts? It is on there. <laughs> you can find it there. The uh, my fuck? mom used to just, you know, all right, bye, big, don't get raped. I was like, I... Try not to. Uh, and I just kind of want to get out of the way. Like, I've been waiting a couple years for it. Uh, so, yeah, just, like, get back to me. Call me back. Um, have fun with your heart attack, Carl. Amazing audio quality. Amazing. Woo! Vic wants to get the raping out of the way yeah, and move on. So, that's good it's news for everybody. Years. I don't know if it's a 12-year-old boy. It's a girl. Or if it's a woman. It's a woman. Either way, it's ridiculous, right? I don't understand it at all. All right, this is someone who oh, called in fuck. because they listened to an episode I put out like two years ago and wants to give me shit for it. Uh, hey, W-A-T-P. Uh, I don't want to really be corny per se, but um, I think I was listening to episode 92 and you told... Lance Bass to second guess pussy. Um, I just wanted to let you know that that was a joke from like 2000, and okay. uh, you know, referencing stuff that is within you know 
the current decade, which is 2010 and 2019 and about to be 2020, would probably do you some good. Um, well, besides that, uh, go fuck yourself and uh, call me back, and uh, I'm going to leave you a really nice review on, I don't know, something about fucking Apple or something like that. So, iTunes. Yeah. All right. Bye. iTunes review. Shut the fuck up. You this person's giving me shit over some throwaway line I did two years ago. Like, I, I don't even know what he's talking he's about. He's trying to pretend he doesn't know what Apple Podcasts is. Right. But he also says I made a, a joke about Lance Bass that was a joke that already existed. Sorry. Okay. My apologies. I'm impressed if any of your audience remembers who Lance Bass right. is. It's fucking in sync references. Is what we're doing I now? I think it's in sync. It could be Backstreet Boys. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's all the same. Uh, this is the last voicemail I want to play. Hey, Carl. Hey, um, how are uh, how are the voicemails going this week? Not good. Um, not necessarily about the content, but is there? I don't know. Is there like a subject matter that people seem to be harping on? There is. Um, just curious. Yeah. But really, I mean, the last last <laughs> is on us because you're taking all that sweet Patreon money now, right. and that's at least like four or five cut color and highlights that Jen from the Ching. I mean. Your wife, who's a completely separate person, yeah. doesn't have to do since you can supplement all that income. So keep on putting out the shitty product, and we'll keep on <laughs> laughing it up. Thanks. Call me back. <laughs> so that kind of sums up my week. I had nothing but people telling me how shitty the show was last week, which is a ton of fun. Of course. Always a good time. But Digi, bro, thank you so much for coming over. Yeah. This I, week's going to sound good. I better get the fucking Vanished podcast for being on here. You, you I don't want to have to buy a t-shirt with a trash can on it. Episode 88, buddy. You, you got it. You need more of the one-star review shirts. I like the idea, but I need ones that don't reference Opie so that I can you know, make sense to people who read my shirt. Fair enough. On the street. We'll make it happen for you. Yeah. Slags, reviewing crap made by podcasting fags, and it's cool. These two are listening to shit so that we don't have to. So many shows of crap that we gotta ask. Kevin and Carl, who are these podcasts? And they're ruthless and uncouth. Two couch sitting back, slappers having a goof while they smack their sacks and they whack their nuts and they're slapping back. Fuck yeah.